Come back here. We're not finished. You don't care anymore, is that it? No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I feel. Then tell me you don't love me. Say it! Let out. Is that what you need to hear? I don't. I don't. Now let me go. No, a person doesn't just wake up one day and stop loving somebody. And that is so true. You don't just one day wake up and stop loving your partner or your kids or your parents. It builds up over time. There are reasons in your mind for why you have ceased to value that person. They've betrayed you, they've hurt you, or they have bad character traits, or you've grown apart. There are reasons. And how do you avoid that? That was from Buffy. How do you avoid that situation in your own life so that you're not hit with these baffling and terrorizing surprises in your personal life that I don't love you anymore, or that... Um, you know, we haven't been getting along. How do you avoid that? Well, you need to know how to communicate. And not just when there's tension, not just when there's conflict, but communicate daily. Figure out how to weave your lives together with your, I'm talking about a romantic partner in this case, but to let each other know when there are small resentments or hurts or doubts or question marks, let each other know when they're small so that you don't build up more and more and more resentments. And then at a certain point, you explode. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner in my course, <laughs> my course and uh, my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. This is an opportunity for you to call me with any questions you have in your personal life with yourself, with your friends, with family members. And of course, if you're looking to reduce conflict, what, what I just talked about, you can read my book, The Selfish Path to Romance. And the way I use selfish will uh, give you some pause to learn how to value yourself. It's not the run rough shot over people's selfishness. So if you want to get my book uh, that I've written with Ed Locke, you can go to SelfishRomance.com. And in part six, we talk about how to resolve conflict. We've got several chapters on that. Here's a question I received on eating. You ever have eating problems? You feel like you eat too much or too little or you're you're so focused on dieting that it takes the pleasure out of life. Here's a question on that topic. Dear Dr. Kenner, what are some of the psychological causes of overeating and how can I stop? Thanks, Megan. Okay, what are the psychological causes of overeating? Well, most of us could probably rattle them off. You know, food tastes good, so it feels like it's self-nurturing. And you might find yourself saying, you know, food is my one pleasure, and I deserve that pleasure in my life. Can you hear the edge of my voice? It's like, keep away from me. I am going to eat this chocolate cake. I am going to drink another glass of high-caloric alcohol, and just stay away from me. So partly it may be you may experience eating as a gift to yourself. Another could be a reward. It's not so much self-nurturing, well, it is in a way, but you're adding another layer. You know, I had a busy day today, and I just want to reward myself with a big bowl of spaghetti and meatballs, maybe two pounds of spaghetti, honey. Another is escape. When I eat, I just forget my problems with my family. It's my escape. Don't take it away from me. Don't you dare touch my eating. Now, you may not say that to another person, but you may be saying that in your own mind. If you really uh, feel like you've got a weight problem and you want to get it under control, if you've got these wonderful values, escape and reward and self-nurturing, man, 
that's going to be a tough challenge. Here's another reason that uh, a psychological cause of overeating. It reduces anxiety. And you might hear yourself saying, you know, I don't know why a bag of cookies helps me relax, but it does. You could use it as distraction. You know, I'm a procrastinator, and when I don't want to get something done, I go into the kitchen and find something to eat. And I have three more reasons. A social reason. You know, I enjoy being with my buddies, and we go always go out to dine. It's either at good rec- restaurants or we eat at fast food joints. And, you know, I like those uh, big sizes, those big portions, and I just we're there a long time, and I eat. And another is denial. You might be saying to yourself, I don't eat that much. It's just my genetics. Or you might have the clean the plate club. I have can't let food go to waste. So there are different triggers, different thoughts you're having that cause you to eat. You make a decision and then you decide to eat. How can you turn that around? Well, you need to list all the advantages of losing weight because there are wonderful advantages for eating. So on little cards, you could read the Beck Diet Solution. And uh, Judy Beck recommends writing little advantage cards on index cards, writing your advantages and carrying them with you. You need a good eating plan. You need to give yourself credit every time you make a healthy choice for yourself. You need to arrange your environment, including food pushers in your life, people who, ah, just eat a little bit more. I made this for you. You got to eat the whole pie. You need to deal with food pushers and be able to say no to them. You want to exercise. Uh, You want to resist unplanned eating. You want to prepare for eating when you're going out and stay in control when you're out. If you're traveling, make a travel plan for eating. And most importantly, you want to take pride in the fact that you are working towards your own happiness, a goal that you've always wanted to get fit, to love the body that you're living in. It's your house for life. Why not take care of it? And uh, those are some skills. So um, those skills can be found in the Beck Diet Solution by Dr. Judy Beck. You can go to my website, drkenner.com. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner, here to take your calls and questions. Give me a call right now, toll free, 1-877-DRKENNER. That's toll free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And you can call me with any question you'd ask a counselor or a therapist. I need to feel important. Instead, I'm living in the shadows of her life. Her family and friends are everything. I feel invisible. I thought my husband's love would be enough to help him get over my affairs. Why can't he just forgive and forget? What does he think he is? Perfect? He's so selfish. How many lose themselves in a romantic relationship, feeling unimportant, taken for granted? Or perhaps they lie or cheat and think their partner should forgive and forget. I am Dr. Ellen Kenner, clinical psychologist and co-author with Dr. Edwin Locke of the Romance Guidebook, The Selfish Path to Romance. Provocative title? I know. By selfish, we mean the self-valuing, self-nurturing way to romance. You never want to lose yourself in a relationship. You want to create a win-win partnership to value your own and each other's goals and dreams. Discovering how to be true to yourself in a romantic partnership is learnable and key to romantic happiness. Check out our book with its daring title, The Selfish Path to Romance, at Amazon or SelfishRomance.com.